0: Tim McGibbon, who's been a regular over the last uh, week or so, the CEO of the Real Estate Institute, again, has been kind enough to give us an update on where we're at with things. In fact, we're going to be running through a a PowerPoint document that's going to actually cover a lot of nuts and bolts, going to give it a little bit of a structure to this conversation. Tim, how are you going?
1: Yeah, good, buddy. It's been been a big day, um, a big week. I suppose really um, everything keeps changing, as you know, and we're paying catch up. So uh, the premier made all the announcements on uh, on Saturday, Saturday morning, she eleven o'clock, and we're uh, just catching up now.
0: Okay, so Tim, I think having this PowerPoint document might be good. I'll sort of open up the slide. I'll then say, Tim, what's it saying here, and yep. we can work. We can work through this way. So. What I'll do is I'll open up right now and then what I'll do is I'll make sure that we've got the slide up. There you go. Here it is, the public health order. So the first slide here, the public health order does not cover every scenario. Over to you, Tim. What do you mean? Yeah, so
1: it speaks for itself, doesn't it, Tom? So, yes, it doesn't cover everything. We need to, uh, I think, embrace the fact that there is the spirit of the of public health order, and by that I mean what we're trying to achieve. So we know we're trying to, um, to crush this virus, so we have to, I think, take a rather cautious and um, common-sense approach to it. So, you know, rather than looking at it and trying to find ways around it, I think we need to accept it um, and work with it rather than against it. Um, the other thing I'd just like to say is there's a powerful lot of opinions out there now. Um, yeah somebody says something and somebody else repeats it and all of a sudden it becomes real. Um, we're seeing a lot of that floating around in social media so just be careful uh, who you're listening to. We are also getting a lot of different um, comments coming out of uh, government about it. so on the helpline at government, um, when we speak to people there we're not getting a lot of consistency so, but so be careful with that as well. Um, also with suppliers, we're getting suppliers that are saying everything's fine. Um, we can do this. We can do that. And, you know, maybe they can. It's a question for them. You're not the policeman. But um, also be uh, be mindful of that. Now, we are creating a set of frequently asked questions. And those questions are coming as a consequence of presentations like this. And we're getting feedback from uh, from agents. We're pulling that together. So. Hopefully, that'll be uh, uh, of assistance.
0: Okay. Uh, So, topics we're going to cover is regional, Greater Sydney, and, of course, um, Fairfield, Cannery, Bankstown, and Liverpool. So, let's start off with uh, regional. So, what is regional? Yeah. So, so regional, essentially, Tom, is everything except
1: um, the central coast out to um, the Blue Mountains, and then as far south as Harvest, tasting Wollongong, and the and the rest of it. So everything
0: else is regional. So uh, good news double, for uh, 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 Bollymook uh, Byron Bay. Uh, that's regional.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not. Uh, uh, my, my geography may not keep up with yours, Tom. But certainly everything outside of that is uh, is regional. And the good news for our regional friends is that nothing has changed for them. But they're the only ones um, that, that have escaped um, this public health order, or the latest one. But nothing has changed for, changed for them. So they can still do opens. Um, they can still do uh, on-site auctions. They need their QR code, obviously, and they need uh, the COVID safety plan, but that's what they had before. Um, so they can also do maintenance, cleaning, photos, styling, et cetera, et cetera. Um, one thing I'd like to say about masks, and I'll only say it here, but it covers right across um, whether or not you're in the Greater Sydney area, or whether or not you're in uh, the uh, the more affected local government areas. Masks are just just wear one. It's the simplest thing. Rather than me saying to you, you, you don't need to wear it here, you do need to wear it there. It all gets too hard. Um, when you, yep, right, that song, you're on the money, buddy. So just
0: just can I just, say, can I just say on a smaller note I have to tell you I struggled with the paper masks this one I'm just going to say to you that actually the kind of mask you've got can actually make you feel you know makes it a little bit more bearable so for me I found the material mask doesn't have for something, now maybe it's my breath, but I just find those paper masks having on your face there. I don't like the smell of it. I also, this mask, here. what you do is I wash it at the end of the day, put it in hot water. I put some soap and then I hang it out to dry. And you know what, Tim? I've got to tell you, like anything in life, it becomes habitual and you can get used to it. It's not great, but it's not the end of the world.
1: No, and look, it's just safer. I mean, one of the things that uh, is in the public health order now that you've got to wear a mask in uh, in the common property area and then you have to wear it here. You don't have to wear it if you've got a health problem and this and that. But, look, the easiest way is just say whenever you step out of your own home, put a mask on. Um, so uh, in in the regional areas, in the regional areas, you um, you should work at home if you can. All right. So if you can work from home, then you should. Um, if you're in the regional areas, you should not come into the Greater Sydney area um, without a reasonable excuse. Now, um, you know, we'll go through the reasonable excuses in a minute. But look, unless there's unless there is a really compelling reason for you to leave a regional area and come into um, a great the Greater Sydney
0: area, don't do it. Is is um, it's as simple as that. Can I ask you a buyer wanting to buy a home in Sydney that's in a regional area, any advice? Well they, they can, Tom. They can come in and they
1: can also go in the reverse direction. Right. So they can um they can go, um they can you can you can leave the um greater Sydney area and go out into a regional area to look at a property, um and, and to participate in um um, you know, in the in the auction that's out there, or whatever the case may be, in relation to that property. Um, but and a person in the regional area can come in here. But like I said, it's it's about, in my view, having um, some common sense about it, having an understanding of the spirit of what we're trying to achieve here. Now, if you if you were somebody that decided that you liked um, you live in you're living in Sydney and you like the look of a property. Um, at Port Macquarie, so you thought, "Hey, I'll drive up and have a look at that." Um, you know, I, I think what you should be saying to yourself is, "If the police pull me over, and given all the technology now, they can do that." And they said, "Where are you going?" And you said, oh, "I'm on. I'm going up to have a look at a property at um, Port mm-hmm. Macquarie." I I think you would have the work cut out for you to try and convince um, the police that that's what you're up to, and you could end up with a fine. So. You know, be careful um,
0: trying to manipulate the system. Okay, um, question here. So if we're interested in buying a property in the regional area, can the whole family of two parents and two children go to inspect the property? Man, Tim. Well, I mean, is it <laughs> that uh,
1: again, I, it makes my point, Tom, because that to me is looking like a holiday. So uh, if the police said to you when you were doing that, the whole car's uh, filled up full of the family, uh, mum and dad in the front, the kids in the back, and away you go, that looks like a holiday to me. So you would have to try and prove to the police that this wasn't a holiday and you were going to look at property.
0: Um, And why is there a a surfboard and six pairs of undies in your bag? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's keep let's keep moving on. Uh, In regional areas, photos, styling, um, all allowed. Repairs and maintenance, cleaning, all allowed. A person outside Greater Sydney, a person outside Greater Sydney, must not, without reasonable excuse, enter Greater Sydney. A person outside Greater, so a person, say, in a regional area. Cannot with a reasonable excuse enter Greater Sydney. That might be looking at a property going to work. Can't work from home. Right.
1: Okay. So, Got so you- um, in the regional areas, um, uh, you can go to work. Okay, um, if you have to cross a uh, um, cross into the uh, Sydney area. So your your home might be say in the Blue Mountains somewhere, and your work is um, I don't. Know, a few kilometres away from that, yes. so um, you're you're ducking in and out of the um, of the Greater Sydney area. Now you know that's that's okay. Um, you can
0: do that, uh, but of course you should be trying to work from home. Let's move on to the next slide here, and the next slide is about. Oops. Okay. Restriction. Uh, sorry, I've gone too far. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh,
1: right. Greater, Greater yeah. Sydney. Greater Sydney. So, yes, yeah, so this is uh, the Greater Sydney area now. We talk about affected persons, so, and um, and that's a definition. So an affected person is somebody that lives uh, or works in Greater Sydney, all right? So once you've got that title on you, then then there are restrictions attaching to you for um, movement, movement, and, um, um, and a variety of other uh, activities that would bring you in contact with other people. Now, there is, of course, in the local government areas, which is the affected local government areas, which, as you know, is Fairfield and that, that they are also subject to the restrictions of the Greater Sydney area because they sit in the middle of... Um, of Greater Sydney. So, so what happens with those areas is they have all the restrictions that the Greater Sydney has, plus their own restrictions, and we'll get to them in a minute.
0: Okay, perfect. Restrictions on movement.
1: Yeah. So um, you cannot um, you cannot move. Sorry, you cannot be away from your home without a reasonable excuse. Now, in uh, Schedule One of the property sorry, Schedule 1 of the public health order, I talk about um, buying a property or, sorry, looking at a property or going to, uh, to work. That both of those things are permissible uh, in the Greater Sydney area and not, not the LGAs, not the Fairfield and that. We'll come to that. But in that area there, you can go and look at property And you can go to work if you can't work from home. Now you'll see there the third bullet point. Now this is important. You can. This is a reasonable excuse. You can um, move to moving to a new place of residence. Okay, including a business relocating. All right, inspecting a potential new place of residence. So I've, I've I've put that in capitals because in my in my view the the exemption that you get is only in relation to looking at leasing or buying a residence so so it does not cover commercial property it does not cover buying a holiday home in- it does not cover you buying a an investment property <clears throat>
0: Okay, that's 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 good that we know this. This is something that I hadn't really thought of in this whole process. But we're now saying, for the purposes of a tenant moving in to live, or a buyer moving in to occupy and live in it. That's okay.
1: right. So, so one of the questions you're going to have, Tom, I would I would think is, as we go through this process, if we're in this uh, situation for any length of time, what we might see is that the, that the the properties that are in the pipeline now may flow through to the end, and the big question is whether or not we can actually bring more property in at the back end like we would normally do. And that—that that is um, my jury is still out on that one, but we'll come oh, to Sorry, this. we're
0: just saying the... No, sorry, what, what you're saying, Tim, is what the jury's still out on is if there's property that's on the market, it's okay. You're talking about new listings. Is that what you're saying? Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. So um, whether or not you can go into somebody's home and um, and give them a listing presentation, I'm not. I'm not convinced that you can do that.
0: So, so that's going to be if, one of the big questions. So in the paperwork, so up until today, Tim, people have been doing listing presentations because they were doing single appointments going in there. What you're saying is. Right now, the information we have, there's nothing there to say that they can or can't? I'm saying that I, I need to
1: better understand what it's saying um, and and it concerns me that people won't be able to go in and give listing presentation. Now, I, I, I'm not saying that they can't at this stage, but what I am saying is I've got a,
0: I've got a big question mark over that. And we're um, talking and about... I'm that. trying is- to understand it. And you're not, and you're not, and, and to everyone here, Tim at the moment is not specifically talking about you know Bankstown, uh, you know Liverpool, Fairfield. We're talking about Greater Sydney here, correct? That's right. Okay. That's right. Okay.
1: So um, I'm, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not sure what that position is going to be, but you know, rest assured, I'm going to find out. Um,
0: okay. Should I turn
1: over? Yes, please. <clears throat>
0: Yeah,
1: um, I think we've covered this. Tom going to work or home, traveling. Yep. So restrictions. Um, if you are leaving Greater Sydney, you need identification. Okay. So you need to have. Uh, I don't. I don't think this is going to be a problem. I think we'd all have it on us anyway. So if you've got, um, if you are going to be leaving Greater Sydney, um, you you will need identification on you, and you must produce that if the police ask. Um, There is this band that goes around the Greater Sydney area. So um, let's say, for example, um, it goes down to Shell Harbour. Well, you're allowed to go further south than Shell Harbour by a distance of 50 kilometres, and you don't need to have a COVID test within the last seven days if you do that. However, if you go beyond those 50 kilometres around the Greater Sydney area, you need to have had a COVID test within the last seven days. Now, you don't need to have received the results. You just need to have had the test and you need to have evidence that you have you have had the test if, if it's required by the police.
0: Okay. Useful, beautiful. The occupier can't allow a person to enter the premises if they haven't been... So the occupier, okay. So even the person that is in the property um, is sort of uh, got a responsibility.
1: That's right. That's right. You shouldn't be letting somebody into your property if they haven't got um, a COVID test. But again, you're not the policeman here. You you ask the questions. People say, "Yep, I'm good." Um, well, then they're good. You know, you you you're not. Um, it's not your gig to um, to go around enforcing. The um the public health order,
0: okay. Restrictions greater Sydney. Um, a regional person coming into Greater Sydney, reasonable it's um anything on that. Well, I think
1: we have um we we I think probably covered that, Tom. Yeah, reasonable excuses to uh, assist somebody to move home. So um our um our friends in the uh in the removalist business uh, have. Uh, have been uh, had a had a light shone on them over the last couple of weeks, but people in the removalist business they they are permitted to assist somebody to move to another property, um, and also uh, people viewing property. Again, you can see the theme here. You are allowed to uh, to go and view a sale or a lease property, um, but but you can't go into Greater Sydney to undertake repairs say for your uh investment
0: property all right it's only urgent repairs that can be done okay let's move on greater sydney not allowed to gather in a public area more than two people we're all should be aware of that exemptions work and if you're at work you're wearing masks yeah. Um, assist with moving to a new place of residence or office. So, what's that saying? What, what's that mean there?
1: So, um, you're not you're not allowed to gather um, with any more than two people. Um, and it's a bit like when you go for your uh, your morning walk. You're allowed to go for a, a walk with um, people in your household. That's fine. But if you're walking with somebody who's not in your household, um, then there can only be one other person. Now, the exemption is with uh, your work colleagues, because it may be the case, um, and also if you, uh, as far as gathering, there could be a group of people necessary to get together to move um, somebody from one place of residence to another or their
0: office. Okay, perfect. Um,
1: can I just also say here, though, in um, in relation to cars, you are not permitted to be in a car with somebody that is not from your household,
0: and even if they're even if you're working the same business together, correct, correct. Okay, so two real estate agents in cars, no, no, no. Okay, uh, restrictions Greater Sydney's not allowed to assist yet. We got that Greater Sydney closure of business auction yep. houses. Yes, we get that.
1: So auction houses have been closed, um, and that that happened with the previous public health order. Um, but the question has been put to me: Are real estate agents' offices, retail premises, in my opinion, no? So they are not um, required to be closed as a consequence of the um, the retail premises. All of the retail premises that have to be closed, however. However, I think that the office should be closed. Um, and if it is uh, if it is closed, then somebody needs to come and sign a document or whatever the case may be in the Greater Sydney area, and again, not in the Fairfield, et cetera, in the Greater Sydney area, then you could let somebody into your office um, to do that. Um, but essentially, it should be closed. Um
0: in relation to I'm doing an auction Tim I'm doing I've been doing auctions for the last 2 weeks and I do them out of my studio but I've been asked for an auction that I've got to do on Saturday, on uh, Saturday this Saturday to actually do it in the office right in the office of the agency and they're also bringing the vendor into the office it is an online auction but to be conduct- conducted in the office And I notice a few people have been doing that. You know, some of these platforms out there, they've been uh, having people doing them in the office. Have you got a view there? Yeah, I do.
1: So the question for you, Tom, is can you do the auction from home where you are now? Can you work from home? Because if the answer to that question is yes, I can work from home, then you must work from home. You you shouldn't be going into the office. Okay. Okay. So, uh, in relation to showing property, we can show um, one person, just one person, through uh, the property at a time. Um, and if you if you want to show somebody else through, you'll have to do that separately. Because quite often we get the uh, we get the question that a husband and wife want to go through the property, um, and the argument has been put to me is that, hey, they uh, live in the same house, they do everything like that, so it should be okay. it's That's not okay. So whether or not it should be okay is for other smarter people to ponder than me, but what I do know is you can only take one person through the property. So um, the other person would need to wait in the car or do whatever they do. The other criteria, the other thing that we need is that person must have made an appointment for you to take them through the property beforehand. Right. Okay, okay. no on-site auctions, uh, but online auctions are permitted, obviously. Okay. And, again, I've got commercial in there because I am um, i still have a big question mark against
0: that. So commercial, can you show commercial or not?
1: Um, at this stage, I haven't been able to find anything that gives me comfort that it says you can, but I'm still looking. Everything everything seems to be relating to residential. And, you know, that makes sense,
0: doesn't it? Because you want people to be able to get into their homes. Well, so just a couple of things here, a couple of that have come up here. Maria has asked, can cleaners go in and do end of lease clean? We have tenants moving out and new tenants moving in straight after and professional cleaning needs to take place in between.
1: Yeah, so I've had this question already, and again, there's a uh, there's a, a divergence of opinions. <clears throat> Some people have said to me that it's absolutely necessary, um, and therefore it's a it's a it's not an optional um, matter. It's not an optional repair, if I can call it that. Um, that it has to be done. It has to be done for those people to move in now. Um, if that's if that's the argument you want to take, then I guess uh, you you have categorised it as as an urgent matter um, in the same way that you would say that if the hot water system broke, that needs to be fixed. If the electricity has gone down, there's been a, a wiring fault, that needs to be fixed. Um, but if it's um, if somebody was in there and they were painting the property. Um, that's not urgent. So, unfortunately, you'd have a half-painted property. They'd have to leave. Um, but, but with uh, cleaning, um, I don't know. You might make the argument that um, you are worried about COVID, so you want you want to clean the property, have it professionally cleaned before the next person moves in, um, so that the property is safe. Um, that might be the argument you'll make. Now, I said on the first slide, Tom, that not every scenario is covered um, and that we have to apply some common sense and we have to apply the spirit of this uh, of the public health order. So really I have to bat that one back at people and say, if you think this is absolutely essential, then then you need to make that decision and you need to stand by it because you may get challenged on it.
0: Okay, Yubi's UV, asked a question here, so are you allowed to talk to husband and wife that come out of the private, out of their lawn, if they have any questions? I can't, I think there's a typo there, so I can't understand what the real question is sort of saying. So, Yuvi, if you want to re-ask it again, we are not going to ignore it, but I am going to move on to the next slide, Greater Sydney Travel Motor Vehicles. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, if you are travelling um, in your car and for your entertainment, Tom, in an, in an aircraft, um, you can travel across Greater Sydney, providing you don't get out of your car. Um, and again, you need um, you need to have uh, identification on you. So, if you if you lived outside of Greater Sydney and you needed to drive through uh, a portion of Greater Sydney. Um, or uh, and, and then come out the other end. So you're coming from a regional area, you're driving through it, you're coming out the other way. I'll give you an example. I was in South Australia in, um, I think it was about January, February, and I had to drive from, through, uh, from, from South Australia through a corner of Victoria and then into New South Wales. And uh, as soon as I'd done it, I got a phone call from New South Wales. They said, you've been in Victoria. And I said, well, yes, I have, but I didn't get out of the car. Um, and and so that was uh, that was a conversation we had to have there. And similarly, uh, if you fly, you're in an aircraft and you fly over, um, that's also mentioned in the public
0: health order for your entertainment. Okay. you've just put down the question, not more than two people can gather outside, but if I'm counted as one, and have another two husband and wife that came to view the property. What can I do? Are we allowed to answer their queries outside of the property? She's saying, can you sit outside the property and talk to no, the well
1: that's that's a that's a gathering of greater
0: than of greater than two people. Okay, you can't, Yuvey. That's a gathering of greater than two people. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Fairfield, Canterbury, Bankstown, Liverpool. Affected worker place of residence in the ill affected work. Okay. Over to you. What can so, you do? so now? We've moved into the uh, affected
1: affected area. Um, now, an affected worker is a person who has their residence in 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 an LGA in a local government area within the the three local government areas. There, all right. Now, you noticed in the earlier uh, definition of of a worker was somebody. This is in the Greater Sydney. Now, was somebody that lived or worked within Greater Sydney. Now, um, in this particular example, it is somebody that lives in Greater, in the Liverpool, um, Canterbury, Bankstown, Fairfield area, local government areas. All right. So you are you are effectively locked down. Uh, not only not only in those three um, local government areas but within your own local government area. So if you live in Liverpool, you cannot leave Liverpool. You can't go into Fairfield or Bankstown or or what have you. You you cannot leave Liverpool. And you you cannot leave Liverpool to go to work.
0: Who can? Who can? Who can?
1: The only only people that... So Sorry,
0: let me get this right. right. If you live in Liverpool... And your office is anywhere in Sydney. You can't leave Liverpool to go to your office. Correct. Correct. You can't leave Liverpool and
1: show a property. No, it wasn't what I said. You can't le- just. You can't leave Liverpool and go to your office if your office is outside of Liverpool.
0: Right. All right.
1: Now, um, having said having said that, you shouldn't be in your office anyway. You should be at home. Yes. But. Um, what you can do, in my opinion, you can show property uh, in the same way that somebody can show property in the Greater Sydney area, so one person and all of this, provided it's in Liverpool, with our example. I, I live in Liverpool. I'm, I'm, I'm not permitted to go outside of Liverpool, uh, even into um, Fairfield and the other areas that make up the um, affected areas. Um, But I can show property in in Liverpool. I can do that.
0: Quick quick question. I live in Surrey Hills. My office is in Liverpool. The house that I want to show is in Liverpool. Can I show the house?
1: Don't go. No, don't go into into, um, that area. Now, that, that will... That then means you're going to be adopting all of the problems that are attaching, or restrictions, I should say, that are attaching to to that area. So, so you don't you don't want to go in there, Tom. So, I mean, it, it's not perfect. Any of this, maybe you've got to uh, speak to an agent in that area and say, "Hey, can you do me a favour and and uh, show and, the property and,
0: for me?" And also, what you're saying is you're not going to go if you live in Liverpool. You're not going to be able to go to Canterbury Bankstown, and you're not going to be able to go to Fairfield. You can Correct. just go Correct. to Liverpool. This is a this is good. This is because I've got to tell you, Tim. I've had a lot of people ask me, Tom. My 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 area is the Canterbury Bankstown area, but I live in the St George area. Right? Can't I work? And the answer appears, no, you shouldn't be working. You should not be going in if you're living outside of those three areas, going into those areas. Correct. Okay. Great.
1: So there is a there is a view, Tom, that people are saying, oh, well, I'm, I'm I'm locked down within those three local government areas. It's worse than that. You're locked down within the one you live in. Now, is, um, yeah. there people are saying, oh, but the, you can go outside of that area you've got to get a COVID test and all that. Well, no, you can't. The only people that can go outside of the area are people who are termed as authorised workers. Now, an authorised worker is somebody like uh, doctors, nurses, paramedics, police, etc. cetera. Um, so those people can travel uh, outside, of the, outside of that local government area, um, but they have to have a COVID test every three days. But um, nonetheless, nonetheless, they can do it. But that does not apply to real
0: estate agents. Can I, can I ask, if you live in Liverpool and your office is in Liverpool, right, you shouldn't be going to the office, correct? Correct. You should not be going into the office. If, if, if your boss makes you go into the
1: office? If your boss makes you go into the office, the boss the boss is risking a $10,000
0: fine. Right. Okay. Now, Mira asks, if you need to travel past these three LGAs to do an inspection, are you allowed? I would suggest you could if you don't live in those LGAs. You can yeah, drive.
1: So there, there is nothing in the public... It's a good question because in the public health order, they talk about people um, in the regional areas driving across the greater sydney area and if you don't get out of your car um that's okay but i haven't seen anywhere there where they talk about people in the greater sydney area driving across the um uh the the three local government areas that we're discussing now so um i i I hear what you're saying from a common sense point of view if i don't get out of my car everything's fine um, I think, I, I, I know it might be inconvenient, but I think what I'd be doing is uh, bypassing them.
0: Okay. Let's move on to the next one here. And that is Fairfield, Canterbury, Bankstown, Liverpool. Can't go outside your LGA. For uh, yeah, we've covered that. Private inspections are permissible only. Yeah, we covered that. Can't move between LGAs, Covered that. Very good. So we know what's going there. Okay. So Tim, thank you so much. Quick, quick question. Like, um, um, you know, uh, pest inspectors, signboards, building inspectors, you know, stylists, what's the, what's the, what's the drill there?
1: Yeah. Um, Tom, look, they're, they're really good questions and I've been getting smashed with those questions, uh, over the last, uh, 20, 24, hour, 48 hours. um, the the work that you are allowed to do is the emergency stuff, the actual urgent stuff. So um, if you're talking about again, my go-to examples, the hot water system uh, has broken, the um, the the power's gone off in the house, and you got no power, no water, that sort of thing, that has to be fixed. But those things in the house that you can survive without somebody coming in. Uh, and one of them is cleaning. So if you uh, if you have a cleaner that comes into your house currently, um, they can't come into your house now. They're not allowed to. Um, so so it's it's a it's in two categories. One is that you've absolutely got to have it done. The other category is no, it doesn't matter if it doesn't get done. Now, in always in these things, there's going to be a blurring of the line. And we spoke earlier about having. Um, about a cleaner coming in for a residential tenancy, um, and we, when we canvass some of the arguments, one side and the other. Um, as for stylists, uh, photographs, um, people—you know—people taking that, and, and for that matter, even listing presentations. Um, I'm, I'm still researching that, but as far as I've gone right now, there's a massive question mark against all of that.
0: Okay, so the, so so Tim, you know we've got um, like you know um, vendors that want the video get the video the video done so it can be uploaded. The um, the photographers, by the sounds of it, not urgent. Well, that's
1: right, that's right. And so, and unless it's urgent, it doesn't have it
0: doesn't have to be done. But a pest and building, I'm thinking to myself, a pest and building like is. Probably yes, because would someone be putting the 10% deposit down on a place to move into? I don't know, mate. But, uh,
1: I mean, that's what I said to you at the very first slide. We haven't covered off on every scenario. Um, they've they put this thing out there, and they've, they've been quite clear about it, and they've said, you know, work with us here, um, apply some common sense. But they have said that you... The only work that you can get done is, is the absolute urgent stuff. Now, you know that they've shut down the construction industry entirely. It's just gone, all right? Um, and and that, that actually hangs together with what we're talking about here because they're saying that whatever you're constructing doesn't have to be constructed now. Yeah. But um, whatever we're doing in our industry, anything that doesn't have to be done not urgent not necessary that it's done now doesn't get done in my view so again you know the hot water system yes styling photographs that sort
0: of stuff i'm i don't think they're urgent tom now listen let's give the rei you know for, for people that tim for people that aren't members of the rei right and what out of curiosity um uh, you can be an individual member as well as yeah. an office member. What's the setup there? So you've got to be uh, if you're an office member,
1: um, the office has got to be a member, and then you get individual membership free.
0: Right. And 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 what about if you're a standalone agent and your office just decides, no, I'm not going to be a member? Can you? Yeah. Do? Well, that's
1: a prop. That's a problem for you if um we, because our membership hangs off the agency, right. so um. But you know, there's there's a heck of a lot of um, benefit in it, Tom. I mean, obviously, right now is that um, that we're you know we're we're all over things like this, but we're pushing information out there constantly um, with uh, with new things coming into practice. So you know, we're here for the industry. We're here for uh, for agents. That's that's why we exist. So okay, um, yes. I
0: value your support. Now, Susan. Yep. Yeah. Is there is there any questions that are on social media that I can't see myself? I think a lot of them have been covered. Yeah, the document was good. You know, it's 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 it's, it's thorough, and um, it's sort of um, it's uh, it's given us it's given us a pathway to operate in the next uh, couple of weeks. And I know I know that there's a lot of people that are probably sort of saying, you know what, I reckon that that's too grey an area, so I'm going to go do that. All you need to know that um, you're making that decision yourself and you've got to cope with the repercussions of what may happen there, right? So that's, that's for you. Uh, Anthony Romano's got to raise your hand there, If you want to, if you need, you know, Anthony. If you know, when you raise your hand, just type in the chat box what you want to ask. Uh, But Susan, if there's nothing there, I think uh, we're going to call it a day. Tim, thank you so much. No worries, Tom. Mate, have have you you get any any side effects from your second injection or your? Yeah,
1: I have actually. Yeah, but I won't share that with uh, the (laughs) the entire world. But I have. uh, Yeah. So I got. Did you get the Pfizer? I got the Pfizer one.
0: Yes, I did. Yeah,
1: yeah. The first one I was okay, but the second one not so good.
0: Cold. Yeah, I got it yesterday. See, yeah, I got it yesterday as well. You know, mm. um, okay. And um, um, but okay. anyway, anyway,
1: we did the right thing, didn't we? We're, you know, in, we're uh, we're now fully vaccinated, so um, which is the right thing to do.
0: All righty, Tim, Susan, thank you so much, everyone. Thanks, Tom. They so well. Tom. Thanks for the
1: opportunity of getting the message out. I appreciate it.
0: Pleasure. Thank you, Tim.